sure like what is what is up <clears throat> what'd you watch last week man i watched uh i don't know it was a movie that could have been better i just didn't really relate to the protagonist the main the main girl well not the protagonist but like you know there there was a main character that i just was like you know what why is she here <laughs> 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 no it's uh doctor sleep all right we'll talk about that a little bit later for right now uh for anybody who needs uh for the time codes they are below so if you want to skip around what i did like what i, I think i talked about it a little bit before we uh started recording but i've been watching a lot of uh, american dad just like <laughs> Dude, it's a funny show. Like, Dude, this is my own opinion, but I like some... I enjoy a lot more than Family Guy. I th- it's a I think like as a actual show, like with like it's better. Like I think Family Guy overall is funnier, but there's some shit in American Dad that makes me like fucking belly laugh, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a scene that makes fun of uh oh god what is it called that movie <clears throat> the drum the drumming movie the drumline no the one where the dude's like super intense um oh, I can't remember what it's called but yeah dude like they're at like clown school or whatever <laughs> he's like dude yeah I hear the instructor for this is like the best oh fuck it's Roger and then Roger <laughs> kicks the door and it's like. <laughs> It's full clown makeup. Roger is, dude, he's one of the best fucking, when Roger dates Stan's best friend and then uses his super speed to stage his own fucking dad. I think the most recent one, I think I'm on season four, because the most recent one I remembered was finishing uh, the apocalypse and then I had to like, you know, do a, do a few stuff around the house so i ended up just having it run behind the tv but the apocalypse one and i heard a theory about that one which is kind of hilarious i heard a theory that um that they really did die and that stan is still in heaven and his heaven is just like you know the rest of the seasons so far Uh, yeah i've heard that too but i don't know that would be kind of dumb you know it feels mm-hmm. like all a all a dream, basically. Not a dream. They're all dead. It would just I know, be. But, but yeah, you, it's like basically the same thing. Where it's just like none of this is real. None of it matters. You know, but none of that. None of the stuff in those shows matter that much anyway. So yeah, it's all fun entertainment, and I feel like and I and I got a little behind the scenes of it. Like uh, not behind the scenes, but like uh, Seth MacFarlane, he was doing an interview. And uh, I seen the interview and he was talking about how he um, how during the time when American Dad started, you know, filming and Family Guy was going on, he was having a hard time balancing both. So he gave like he gave the reins to the two writers that, you know, helped create the show. And he was like, hey, you guys do this. And so he he was he just became the voice. And so to my thought, I was like, man, it really does show like the kind of humor and the kind of show like family guy is to the kind of humor American dad is and like the kind of show because family guy has become to a point where it like relies a lot on its gag scenes American dad like yeah it has gag scenes but it's adding to the story yeah and it's just got like less really gag scenes and just kind of like outrageous 
scenarios mm-hmm. that like are still they still do fit the story for the most part. Yeah, like <laughs> like Rod like Roger will literally be in drag as a hooker, and you're just like, like yeah, it's a story. Yeah, like he literally like doesn't, and then like, but then Family Guy will have like Stewie do some outrageous shit, and you're just like, is like isn't he evil? Like I thought his whole is is he not an evil baby anymore? Like what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. He's like he's kind of a sexual deviant, and he's gay <laughs> now. He like sometimes dresses in drag. I'm like, like you know, like there's no. <laughs> no, what um what got me into because right now like I I. I'm watching the whole show. And what got me into it was when I got, um, when I started watching it live, it was showing like the recent seasons, like seasons like 11 and up. So the scene that made me like realize I was like, yeah, this is, this is definitely better was the scene where Roger had to go down that slide they make it, they made in their backyard. And he just has to slide. <laughs> it's so high. <laughs> It's a water slide, but the water. Dude, is that the one where it's like the spring break party at their backyard? No, that one was like earlier in the seasons. This one was uh like they were trying to like make a fun time in the summer, and they were being investigated by life. Like the character who looks like Forrest Whitaker, like playing the oh, FBI, like the CIA yes, agent. Dude. Yes. <laughs> and he just. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I was like, that's something that can, because when I think about Family Guy, I think about a joke that is running on too long. You don't like, I don't like jokes that are running too long. The freaking joke where he trips and he's like searing in pain with his knee. Yeah, that's funny. But how many times can you count that Peter or Lois, when she did it, made that noise? That joke went on for too long. To the point where it became dead in its own episode. It's a funny bit. Yeah, but if you beat it to fucking death. Yeah. That's why like I I don't like that lot. Anyway, the other thing I did end up watching was the four Doctor Who specials that came out. I'd say it was pretty enjoyable. I don't really have a lot of information to say about it. I'd say uh I liked watching them. Uh, you know, hopefully this new uh this new season gets me back into Doctor Who because I did end up benching it when I first started watching it. And then, like, I just flat out stopped. Yeah, isn't the new Doctor a girl? Doesn't that make you sexist? The Doctor was a, uh, a girl uh, the last iteration. Yeah. Played it for, I think, three or four years, or at least three seasons of it, and then took off the cap. Now the Doctor is black. Take that. I'm talking to you, Troy. Take that. A black Doctor Who? What's next? A black James Bond? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus. Next is a black Jesus. The PC PC train just doesn't stop, you know? (laughs) Next is the black Jesus. (laughs) Dude, Jesus obviously was a a white man. Mm -hmm. He was a white Christian man. Definitely. Yeah, everyone knew that. <laughs> All right, let's get into a new segment. Every, everyone like knows call. that Middle Eastern men were porcelain skinned with straight brown hair and, and piercing baby blue eyes, like like that of a of an Arctic wolf. 
Don't forget, he had that bounce in that hair, too. That hair always stayed silky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so press. He had that touch of grace. That he wanted to make sure that uh, that he had the right benefits in life, you know? So he had to make his curls a little bit more straight. Mm-hmm. He, he put in contacts to make his eyes more blue. Um <laughs> He started using uh, bleaching techniques to make his skin more lighter, you know, tactics that they had to use back in the day. Which weren't fooling anyone. <laughs> we caught his ass. <laughs> that was the reason why. Yeah. yeah. They're like, dude, stop lying. It, it wasn't just the son of God thing. It was just like, we, you're caught, you know, like, quit. <laughs> like, you're a liar. Like, that's what this is all about at the end of the day is... is like, why do you have to keep playing these charades? Come on. Yeah, man. like, it's the collection of lies. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not just one lie. And it's, it's all in front of a lie. crowd. It's all in front of a crowd. It's like, it's like, look, let's give an example. John, where's John? Bring John up. <laughs> they just mm-hmm. start completely comparing both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're just like, something's not adding up. Now you see John here. We know his skin color. You, Jesus. We don't know yours. Mm-hmm. I was like, and you say you uh, never met your father. <laughs> this said your father left before you were born. Is this true? <laughs> so did you get your Christmas gifts, Jesus? No, he did yeah. not. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, so there's this new segment I want to introduce. Uh, we've done news stuff in the past, but it's always just been a lot. So I just wanted to shorten it down to just three news in all different categories. One news would be like, you know, TV news, entertainment news, stuff that we watch, that we indulge in. The same thing with the movies and then anime news. I want to do like one of those. So instead of the 411, I'm at the 411. Genius mindset here, man. Like nobody has ever thought of it. That's how crazy it is. Anyway, big, first big news, first big brain news brought first, to you. The first one. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Screen Rant. This is a TV news. Uh, Andrew Gilman wrote that Ahsoka season two has officially been confirmed by Star Wars. Uh, alongside the announcement for the Mandalorian Grogu movie. So big ups, big ups. <laughs> Uh, the Mando Grogu. Yeah, the cast and crew, you know, uh, showed their enthusiasm for the announcement. Obviously, who else would want to announce that they got their job back after not knowing if they were going to get their job back? It's kind of weird, but okay. Um, so the season two is, is going to be expected to be like uh, before the Mandalorian movie. And around the Mandalorian and the Grogu movie. So there's going to be a Mandalorian Grogu movie, and then there's going to be like a um, Mandalorian, like the cultivation of it. And then, so the whole plan of this, and I'm pretty sure I heard about it uh, like a few months back, that there was a plan to have the Ahsoka, the Mandalorian, like all this stuff become like its own little thing separated from like the the um what the i just forgot his name the skywalker saga like make it its own to where they'll travel to a different galaxy hopefully what i heard was true and if it does happen then that's pretty cool uh other news you got the deadpool movie finished filming 
I just finished a few days ago. So now it's going to go into uh, post-production. One Piece Monsters, the one that came out on Netflix, obviously. A few people are wondering whether it's canon. Yep, it's canon. Not going to beat around the bush. It's canon. Let's move on. Troy. What's up? We both had tasks. Mm -hmm. We gave each other tasks to do. There was things to be done. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you had a task to do. I had a task to do. Now, we can say this all different ways. We're trying to fill the pages here. We got paragraphs to write. I gave you a movie to watch. (laughs) You said what? So there's a word count we got to hit. You got to make sure this podcast is three hours long instead of one hour. Anyway, so you got a movie. I got a movie. We call this the movie swap. What happens is... I give Troy a movie that he hasn't watched that he recommends, well, that I recommend that, you know, he will quote-unquote enjoy. Uh, And then he gives me a movie where I've really enjoyed it. So I did step up my game the second time. I did step up my game. I did like this movie. That's why I recommended it. The other movie, it was a Joker recommendations. You know, we're we're getting off the feet. I don't even think you you saw (laughs) that other one. (laughs) No, I did. I did watch it. I watched it, and it was during the time when I was uh, intoxicated, so I thought the movie was pretty funny. <laughs> Just chugging shit. Like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Every time there's a cameo, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but the second round, we're getting into the second round. Troy, I gave him. What I give Troy? Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. If I gave him the movie Dark to Sleep, uh, he gave me the uh, the movie. It's long ass movie. Fellowship of the what? Of the Rings. Hell Fellowship yeah! Hell yeah! And uh, Troy, do you want to go first and you know reviewing the movie that you watched? You know, giving a little recap, or do you want me to go first? No, I, I can go. All right, go ahead, man. Tell the audience how you enjoyed this film. I actually really did. <laughs> it was I liked uh I liked Ewan McGregor being the adult Danny. Mm-hmm. I liked that a lot. I thought they did well first of all, they recast instead of doing like the CG bit bullshit, like when they were doing the flashback from when Danny was a kid and his mom was there. Yeah. Which I liked. Just do that more. I'm smart enough to understand that. <laughs> That's not Shelley Duvall anymore. Like, like okay, 40 years have passed. Things happen. But, yeah, it was good. Ewan McGregor's, like, the grown-up one. They did, like, the, the right amount of callbacks to The Shining. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that they did do callbacks to the Stanley Kubrick Shining, even though that, like... Because this actually follows the book mm-hmm. a little more closely. I heard then the shining movie Stephen King has made his thoughts known on that subject. But yeah, I mean like it's freaking tight um to like be back in it post time skip. So like basically for those not in the know. And spoilers by the way. Yeah, so like the shining's not just the name of the movie. It's the ability. It's basically like a psychic ability. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, like, to say it's, like, you see the dead, like, how, like, the sixth sense or whatever is 
kind of like sells it short. It's basically like it. Yeah, uh, I heard. I heard that they're all connected. Yeah, people. It's called like to shine. Like people yeah. who who shine can basically like talk to each other. It's like having a big radio signal on your head. Mm-hmm. And people, as you get older and control it more, you can start to like keep and block certain shit out and like focus and like basically send your consciousness different places which is a big thing in the book because when little kid danny's up on the hotel from the movie is a living entity that feeds on psychic power and like shit like that Mm -hmm. so it's trying to eat danny and it has made his dad go full fucking psycho and so then danny shines across the entire country to the uh what's his name john the black dude who comes up in like the fucking um snow machine to save danny and his mom at the end of the movie he's only there because danny like is literally sending sos from across the country he's like help me and this dude gets in his car goes across the country climbs up a mountain and saves a fucking kid he barely knows he's the goat and so then you flash forward they're like the adult Danny, and now he's like an alcoholic because he has his entire life. He's had ghosts and shit from the hotel coming to him in life. <laughs> and so then he has to like do mental gymnastics to basically like seal them away mm-hmm. and whatever. <clears throat> so he's drunk because he hates his life, and basically getting drunk's the only way you can quiet everything. Then he like randomly moves into this place meets this really 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 nice guy like just impossibly nice human being the guy's like yeah dude you can come live in the place i live at and rent's cheap and then he gets like a random pen pal who shines also and she's like hello my name's abra i'm five he's like hello i'm an alcoholic and they're like writing on a chalkboard and then like some years pass like eight years or whatever pass and abra the girl is like freakishly she's like probably the strongest like psychic mind in the world and so ewan mcgregor who is danny is like her pen pal slash mentor and it's like neat you know that little side thing's like really cool separate from that they're basically these like psychic vampire people Mm-hmm. who are hunting children and so like <laughs> it'll cut away from like pen pal i got my one year chip for alcoholics anonymous like good for me and then it like switches to these vampires like pinning a kid down and being like the more pain you feel the better your shit tastes and they're like stabbing him and like ripping him apart and he's like Bleh. and they're like sucking this like mist that's coming out of his mouth and they're getting like buck their eyes are like glowing and they're like fucking freaking out you're like, I'll have it there. I'll have a soul. <laughs> I'm like, shit. But yeah, they basically like finesse this one girl who's called a pusher. So she can basically just, it's like the Jedi mind trick, like where they were like, these are not the droids you're looking for. And they're like, these aren't the droids I'm looking for. It's like that. She'll be like, you're feeling happy. The little kid will be like, yeah, I am happy. And she's like, you want to get into this van with a bunch of strangers? And he's like, yeah, I do. And then they murder him. But Abra, the little black girl that's the pen pal, is so strong that she shined and linked up with the kid that was being, like, (laughs) murdered. Mm -hmm. And so she's shining across the country, and she's, like, basically feeling what's happening. 
And then the strongest witch, vampire bitch, senses that Abra's, like, presence is there. Mm-hmm. And so then now, like, the vampires are, like, aware that someone super-duper strong is on the East Coast. That's what, like, she was able to, like, coordinate. Mm-hmm. And then Ewan McGregor's like, yo, Abra, don't fuck with these people. They're really, really strong. And Abra's like, it's cool. I'm, like, way more stronger than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And at first, Ewan McGregor's like, he's like, I don't care. You, you're not as strong as you think you are. Like, these people are killers. Like, they will kill you. And then Abra sets a, like, mind trap for the lead bitch, the lead vampire bitch. And she, like, tricks her into coming into her mind. And that scene's tight as fuck. Do you remember that? Where she's, like, meditating and then, like, starts, like, flying. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, goes through the window, like, feet first. And then it's, like, there. And then she's, like, rifling through these files that is Abra's, like, mind. Because she's got everything, like, organized in file cabinets. And she's, like, you dumb little kid. You got file cabinets. Okay. <laughs> and the file cabinet snaps shut. And this girl, then she's immediately, like, okay. I'm fucked. <laughs> she can't get her hand out. And Abra gets out of bed and her her eyes are gone. She's like, starts talking dumb shit to this bitch. She's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fuck you up. You should not be here, bitch. She's like, <laughs> like I'm going to run your shit so hard. And then this girl like rips her fucking hand off basically to get out. Then Abra is like, nope, re- Uno reverse card, you know, like counter, full counter. Now she's in this bitch's head in her mind palace, rifling through the files, like at quadruple speed. She's like, it's like so much information. And then the bitch is like, get out of here. Bails, goes back to the place, gets bitch slapped off of her perch onto the ground. And everyone, all her team's like, yo, what's up? And she's like, this bitch just mind fucked me. Like, (laughs) she's like, this 12 year old just beat the fuck out of me. And then Abra's like, Ewan McGregor, like, I just beat this bitch up. And so then Ewan McGregor's like, well, let's go fuck these bitches up. (laughs) So then they make a plan to literally go fuck up some vampires. And they do. Ewan McGregor gets his buddy, the nice guy, who's like, you got hunting rifles, right? They draw these dudes into a trap and just start fucking gacking them. (laughs) Some lever action, just like American steel. like. And so they're cheesing these dudes. They kill... All of them, except for two. Then there's some tomfoolery where, like, people who are still alive are doing some shit. Danny shines so hard that this one dude crashes his car and kills himself. Then they go back to the hotel from The Shining where this all started. Danny fights the vampire bitch, kills her, kind of. He, like, basically six a legion of ghosts on her. But then the ghosts eat her and then look at Danny and are like... <laughs> so then you... Hey, we're still hungry. <laughs> yeah, they're like... We remember you, motherfucker. Literally, like, the two little kids, the girls, like, come play with us. They're, like, so excited to see him again. Like, they're so stoked. And so then they kill him. But he rigged the hotel to explode. So mm-hmm. Abra <clears throat> bails. She's out of there. She lives. Her mom lives. Her dad got stabbed, which sucked because her dad was cool. Um, but Abra and her mom live. Ewan McGregor can still shine, even though he's like a ghost. So he comes to like talk to Abra occasionally. And the hotel and the vampires are dead. And I was like, this movie's fucking tight. I just find it really hard to believe that Ewan McGregor, like, I don't know. There's a scene at the end 
<laughs> I was like, I know he's not a fighter in like he, he's never had fighting experience, but he grabs the axe that his dad like chased him with, which is the cool that was cool too. But he's like holding it out in front of him. <laughs> and the girl's like backing up the stairs and he's like swinging the thing back and forth at her. I was like, have you ever held an axe before, bro? I was like, I find it very, very hard to believe. Channel your you're dad. Like, no, dude, yeah. I'm like, it's so hard to believe that he's holding an axe and she got the best of him. Whereas like, I know she's like timeless and they like talk about being alive in like babylon and greece and shit but it's like seriously your best ever. She he did she like gives him one you know she like takes the hit so that she can disarm him and i'm just like i just don't believe that you don't end her shit with an axe with an axe dude whatever it and was it was good. like it was super close too because the thing about it is that girl was learning. If she took the little girl's paddles, I liked the scene where she's like, she kept calling the kid uh, a little bitch. <laughs> she's like, all right, you little bitch. Starts like huffing, like basically children. And shit, I would get annoyed too. <laughs> well, they got like, they got, like the canisters of stored up kid mist. <laughs> she like cracks open all of them and is like. <laughs> I was like, dude, you are unhinged right now. I love that for you. But yeah. Uh, overall, overall, you you really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, there was some wasn't like a horror movie really, but there were some good, legit, like good horrifying elements. The mm-hmm. the opening, the cold open where they she goes up and is talking to the girl. She's like, My friends call me fucking whatever hat Rosie. And then the all the people like show up behind the girl. She's like, I'm gonna go back to my mom, and she's like, "No, you're. Let's let's do some more magic." And then it just like fades out, and the girl, they all just rush in on her. I was like, "That's pretty yeah. awesome." I was like, "That's a pretty awesome scene." Like, I was like, "That was upsetting." <laughs> I I like watching movies that um that I remember for a long time because I watched this like last Halloween, not this one that just passed, but like last. Yeah. One. So it was like, it was a while since I watched it, but it's still fresh in my mind. Like, the only thing that I forgot that happened was Ewan McGregor's character died. Yeah, yeah, they, the ghost, the ghosties get him. Yeah, I guess I didn't want to believe it enough, and I just locked it back in my mind. (laughs) But, um, wow. For me, the movie that I watched was Fellowship of the Ring. This movie, man. I had some trouble watching this movie. I'm pretty sure I told Troy before we started recording. I was trying to be a straw hat. I failed. You know, I didn't want to keep trying. And so what I decided was I would decide to work with the world government. You know, I decided to pay up, you know. Pledge fealty to one of the seven warlords. <laughs> one of the streaming warlords. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not even like... <laughs> and they just... and And so... I enjoyed the movie from where I started to where, like, it caught my attention really, really fast. Like, I'll start off there. Before I get into the details, I'll start off with, like, how it made me feel. Yeah, that opening scene's hard as fuck. hmm Like, for me, I like doing other things on the side when I'm, like, watching stuff so that I can be productive. Like, losing time, it really messes with me mentally. So I like to do a lot of stuff. 
And so when I started watching the movie, I was like, all right, let me get some reading done. Let me put on like a model in the back. That's why I was on my phone while watching it. I was two seconds into reading and like listening it like as a background, but I can still see like, you know, what's going on. <laughs> 10 minutes straight, I was just looking at the movie and then I was like, you know what, forget this. So I put it on full screen on my phone and just like watched it. I rarely do that when I'm watching something. It tells you a lot about my attention span. But I I got into the movie. Yeah, I was doing a like, you know, side stuff while I was doing it, but I was mainly focused on the movie. I'd say there was probably like two or three scenes that like majority of it I didn't see because like, you know, I was away from my phone for a second. But I did listen, and it was a good listen on those few scenes that I missed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, overall, visuals, you know, they were good. Um, Not really going to talk about the score. Score. Like, for me, I feel like if the score can really blend well with the movie, and I don't notice it, but it pulls along with the movie and it like you know it brings out the feels not the feels of like you know tears or like you know sadness but like emotion yeah like to where i'm not noticing you know the movie the movies you know enhancing the film and you know i'm mesmerized by everything so the music definitely helped with that i obviously didn't notice no, too the, much to where it was not the, the score is awesome like mm-hmm. and i I enjoyed more, like most of the aspects of it. The only thing that I kept getting irritated was how stupid some of the characters were. But you know, you have that in everything. <laughs> but you know, it builds character to understand those types of things. And I feel like towards the end of some of those characters, I'll get into spoilers in a little bit. But they were like the one of the characters that I got irritated with, and then I was like, huh, you know what? He was a pretty cool guy, <laughs> even though like. Only in that moment was I like, you're talking about, oh, hold on, no spoilers. (laughs) And then, like, but throughout the whole time, his character was on screen. I was like, man, fuck that guy. I don't like him. He's making dumb points. He just wants to screw everything up. And then, towards the end, you know what? He was that guy. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. And he was that guy. When you do a whole 180 on the character based off of one scene, and this is like my own opinion. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I like I understood that whole thing, and it was it was pretty funny. But uh, other than that, I'll get into the spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, you know I can't really ram on anybody for not watching it. Like this is my first time watching it, so avoid the spoilers. I'd I'd say go watch the movie, Troy. If you recommend Doctor Sleep, go ahead right now before I get into it. But I say Fellowship of the Ring. If you like fantasy, watch the movie. Bro, I feel like you're one of the few people alive who hadn't seen it. Yeah. Like, I, I've never, like, I know the gist of it because, like, I watch movies and stuff like that, and I like watch entertainment and stuff. But I never, I didn't realize how deep it was until I finished the movie. Oh, that's, bro. that's how it was. Because when I first started watching the movie, I was like, wow. I'm going to be confused halfway through the like film until I finally get it. I got that shit right away. No, yeah, it does. I was like, and it it wasn't because, and I'm not going to like, you know, stray away from it and tell the audience that, you know, it's an easy movie to catch along with. If you read fantasy based, like anything, 
you will understand this movie. Dude, it actually, like, the movie came out, you know, like, 20 years ago or whatever, but Tolkien wrote these, like, way back, like, in the 50s or 40s, maybe? But this, like, modern fantasy was built on Tolkien. Like, the reason elves, like, when, when you think of an elf, you probably are thinking of the way Tolkien initially described him. And let me tell you something right now. And that's, like, that's 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 is a dude, is a good analogy because but of... dwarves, dwarves, orcs, like he literally like orcs didn't exist until and then orcs popped up in every single fantasy thing for the rest of time. Dwarves, the way they're described and how they're built, and the fact that they're like the smiths, that's a Tolkien thing, and that's a fantasy staple. Smart dragons who hoard their gold, Tolkien. Like it that's just scratching like there are a million, million things where people will be like. Tolkien references in like modern basically every one of anyone's favorite fantasy author their favorite author is probably Tolkien or he's like one of them you know and the thing that I want to like uh jump off of that is like of all the fantasy like either whether it's manhwa or whether it's like you know American whether it's Japanese like when I like if if I see a dwarf, like you said, when I saw the dwarf, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that dwarf like millions of times in all the stuff that I've read. Um, elves, same things, like characteristics. I'm gonna be reading a different book here, a different book here, like 12 different books, same characteristics. Yeah, they're they're beautiful, they're graceful, they got the long flowing hair, the sharp ears, the sharp features, they're really athletic. Now they're wait until in the story nature. Wait until they, and then later on, they introduce the Dark Elves. So now there's Dark Elves. <laughs> like every, like, yes, you, you see where every inspiration is coming from. Obviously, maybe like, you know, there's deep rooted information where he found stuff. We can, like me, I don't have the information to. Yeah, he was pulling heavily from like folklore and yeah. like mythology and, and also Christianity. Like there's a shocking amount of christian symbolism especially with like gandalf and like just seeing everything and no spoilers because i don't know if gandalf is still alive or not but if the next movie like i'd right i'd love a recommendation to be in a different you know category so i can come back later on and you know enjoy well, you should, it you should just watch the other two no i i won't i, I me, my knowing myself i'm gonna put it off i'm not even gonna promise you that i'll watch it i'm gonna put it off yeah hbo for like whatever a month i'm like dude uh the two towers i it, promise you right now i'm not even gonna give any excuses <laughs> they're not getting watched unless it's for the I'm, no i'm telling two towers and return of the king have way more like action there's uh the battle for Helm's Deep, which is like the basically the entire third act of the second movie, is a full scale war where ten thousand Uvarkai are attacking uh, a human. No spoilers, man. Hold on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you to get into this. I'm not gonna nah. tell you what happens. Nah, I don't even need to. I don't even want to know if if the guy has a freaking birthmark on his butt. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying you got. 10,000, which you don't even know what an Uber-Kai is yet. You got, mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, you do, because they're in now the you, Now you're giving me information that I don't even need to know. No, because they're in the first one. That's that's who kills uh, 
or that like when they leave um <clears throat> the spoiler fucking, territory by the way yeah like at the end when they you know leave the uh caverns or whatever mm-hmm. and get back outside and then start getting chased by the like big motherfuckers yeah those are those are urukai Oh, so they come back. Okay. So you got 10,000 of those dudes versus... it's Jesus. And versus a like, single touch, too? Wow. Versus, like, 1,000. And then some elves show up. So it's, like, fucking elves and humans up on a wall. Like, All right. Hey, let me stuff. enjoy the action by myself. Don't describe it to me. I'm just telling you, you got to get in there. Hey, I'll get into it. Recommend it in, right. in two months. Recommend Return it in two months. Return of the Kings got the charge of the Rohirrim. Like, you said you liked the music. Hey, hey. Bro, I'm telling you, the charge of the Rohirrim when the score kicks in and you got the fucking Rohirrim, just a line of them screaming, every one of them's like, Dah! on their horse, just fucking. Dude, it literally, it's, I could describe the entire trilogy as things that make guys go, fuck yeah. But dude, it's also, this is what's so dope, it's also for the girls and the gays, because I know for a fact... From the days. Yeah, that's true. But I know for a fact that girls love Aragorn, and they love Legolas, and I also know for a fact that boys also love Legolas. Every time, every time I heard that name, I just kept thinking Legos. <laughs> dude did you notice when they're walking through the when they're going up and over the mountain and it's like really really snowy and everyone's like waist deep in the snow like trudging through aragorn and boromir are out front like di- trenching a path and then legolas runs on top of the snow past everyone i think those are one of the scenes that i missed but uh, i i have seen that scene before in like videos of, like it's just internet. so we're like he's an elf, so he's so light-footed that he doesn't even sink into the snow. All the other humans in it were fucking up. The dwarves <laughs> just pissed off, like, snow to here. Legolas. I've seen a reference in that in one of the models that I've read. I've seen, like, I've seen a reference in, like... Dude, it's actually funny. Like, now that you know that... Because the movie came, like... There's animated movies, like, from the 80s and 70s and stuff, but, like, this movies like fairly recent but lord of the rings and is old as fuck mm-hmm. and so like now that you know you'll like be like watching some random ishikai anime in like two years and you're gonna see an elf with a bow and she's really athletic and she, <laughs> you're gonna be like god fucking damn it <laughs> like like people really haven't even tried to deviate too hard from like some of the baselines that like he said it's like no honestly i don't care because lord of the rings is one of the goats dude yeah but dude i could literally like the thing is is no one needs me to because there's like really 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 good analysis youtube channels but like i could spend hours talking about fellowship (laughs) go like scene by scene Because, dude, there's so much random shit. Like, do you know the only spoken line Legolas says to Frodo in the entire trilogy happens in the first third of the Fellowship? You said those are the, like, that's the only time he talks to him? The only thing he ever says to Frodo is, and you have my bow. (laughs) That was a funny (laughs) song. 
like Gimli <laughs> comes in and like gives him his axe, but he speaks to him like after the fact. He said, "That's all I like. We're acquaintances, dude. Like basically, like <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah, Legolas is the shit. Who was the person you hated? But then was it Boromir? It was the guy who um Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Boromir." <laughs> Dude, let me. No, hold on. Let me explain. Okay, because you weren't, you were like doing other shit. So the opening scene where it talks about the rings, like I, I know one of his, like I know his backstory from like a video before, but like um, he still pissed me off. Like I knew the reasonings why he wanted to, you know, be the hero and you know slay. It's like not even the. Sauron, the main villain, who is now he's that big orange eye, but like he's the guy from the opening scene that was dropping dick with the mace. Yeah. <laughs> that ring is literally like all of his evil essence was put into that. And so, like, people who are easily corruptible are like they really want the ring. And even in like humans are like notably the most corruptible. And then elves and dwarves. And then for whatever reason, hobbits are like the least corruptible, which is like why Frodo's the one who takes it. Shark kings. Shark kings. Dude, it's just because they're like just so pure and so happy. Like like the ring amplifies your want, like whatever you want the most. And so then you'll do evil, but with the intention to do good, if that makes sense. Yeah. So in Boromir's case, he wants the ring because he feels like it'll make uh Gondor his city stronger. Like, like kind of like the ends uh justify the means. Exactly. Yeah. So he's like he's like, I'm Gondor's best knight. He's like, if I have the ring, then it'll make we'll be strong and we'll be able to push back the darkness. Mm-hmm. But what would really happen is now the ring corrupts you and you start being evil all with the idea that you're helping your city. Mm-hmm. So, and it's so powerful that it's even corrupting him just by being adjacent to him. So that's why he's like the whole time is like kind of just being like, cause he's just like easily corruptible. Aragorn is more aware of like how bad the ring is. So he's just as corruptible, but you see him like making an effort to like, stay away from the ring kind of yeah because he knows to like fear it where boromir doesn't really understand yeah he, he thinks that he can beat it and like use it as a weapon and i and i like the the switch up at like towards the end you know when they were talking about how they were like and and this like the information that was given at the beginning it was kind of like you know they left out a piece they didn't like just you know throw something in there at the last minute like they left out an important piece and that was the fact that you know they were going to destroy it but then somebody got a little power hungry that's the thing about humans that dude is okay that's like some so quick backstory that dude's name is Isildur he, he was the one he's a human and he Don't got spoil everything no this isn't a spoiler this is backstory is the backstory in the movies yeah that spoilers no it's in the movie you just watched oh, okay never mind <laughs> so Isildur was a king of Gondor mm-hmm. he is related to Aragorn mm-hmm. Aragorn's his ancestors so that's why 
Boromir like pointedly goes up to Aragorn and is like, Gondor doesn't need a king. Gondor has no king. Because technically, Aragorn is the king of Gondor. He just refuses to acknowledge his claim. Yeah. He went and became a Dunedain ranger and was like raised by elves and shit. So he like has basically rejected his claim to be king. Boromir... His dad is called the steward of Gondor. So after uh, Isildur fell and like was corrupted, Gondor stopped having kings and they started having a steward, which was basically just someone who would like, he wasn't king. He just kind of like, you know, like handled things until the real king came along. Yeah. But the real king hasn't come along for three generations. So Boromir's dad is leading Gondor. So he goes up to Aragorn and is like, we don't need you. We don't need a king. And so then that's that line at the end where Boromir's dying. He's like, I'll follow you. Like my captain, my king. That's why people are so, we're like, like, fuck. (laughs) It was the speech, thank God. Because dude, he comes around where he like realized that like Aragorn is the person that like the humans should be following. Like, mm-hmm. mankind should be. And, like, as he's dying, he just saves Merry and Pippin. And then they get stolen anyway. Oh, let me let me complain about those they, two. They took the uh, little ones. Explain like, about my hatred for those two. Ooh, I wish they had died. I wish they... I don't even understand why they even took him. I was like, oh, finally. Because why are you standing when the guy told you to run and you're just standing there watching him die? Run. If you know you can't fight, run. There no, was they no sh- reason for them to be standing there. I was like, they if, you, if you want to look, run while you're looking. They say not to look back while you're running. But if you want, hey, I got to respect the dude. Let me at least have a last look. While at least get I'm some distance. At least, at least distance. At least, at give, least. It, give it 50 yards and then then take a peek, you know? You're gonna attract them. Why are you running slow? Don't attract monsters if you are a slow guy. You wouldn't be, you're not gonna have a slow person in a zombie apocalypse movie. You need runners. Yeah, dude, in the Urukai, they ran there. Like, those motherfuckers, they don't get winded. They don't mm-hmm. have horses. They just run places. That's literally, like, what they... Like, big ups to them for, you know, again, the distraction and getting them out. But <laughs> don't just stand there, my guy. And then the and then at the beat, like at like like rewind real quick and go back to when they were making food. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Oh, up if on my the, life is in danger, and you think the, yeah, and you think beginning. hunger yeah. is is like. Hunger will be the thing to kill me, not these monsters chasing me. <laughs> put out that fucking fire. <laughs> the ring wraiths are fucking so cool, dude. They're so cool. <laughs> the metal gauntlets and the long... Those and, things are so sick. And imagine the fear that he had, right? This, he has an ability to hide from monsters. What are you going to do when those monsters are also with you? That would be so upset like because that's your trump card mm-hmm. so you like think you're like okay like i'm i got a breather and then it was like actually no we're, <laughs> we're stronger here <laughs> we're we're in both planes really <laughs> yeah we're just like what's up bitch dude like yeah that, that kind of scared me a little bit when when that happened i was like oh shit they don't say it like there's an it's basically like an encyclopedia that is separate from 
the books. It's called the Sumerillion. And it's got like 2,000 years of backstory and like all types of shit. Yeah, you gotta let me slow down, man. No, you gotta but let that... me slow down because I'm barely getting into like I'm, I'm just barely saying... getting into my later years of nerdy stuff. I just got into freaking uh what's 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 that card game thing where you put down the cards and we got like monsters and stuff on it. Um I just got into Magic uh, the Gathering. Yeah, I just got into that. And now hopefully I can get into some dungeons because freaking that movie was awesome. Yeah, that movie is really good. Um, so but dude, I was just slow rise. I was just saying, one of those dudes, like the leader of those dark hooded figures, has a sick name. He's called the Witch King. It's like <laughs> that's, that's awesome. fucking tight. And then, but, dude, you know, uh, like th- this is from that little side book too. But Gandalf's, uh, all the wizards are angels. Like this, they never cover this in the movie, so don't worry. Okay. But like all the wizards are angels that were sent by their god there's nine gods uh and they some of them sent angels to go like basically like counteract the original evil guy who was sauron's like boss because mm-hmm. sauron's an angel too <clears throat> he's the same as gandalf the the guy with the long white beard no that's sauron his servant he's, yeah he's loyal to sauron mm. similar names but yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, basically, Gandalf's an angel who was sent by his god. And then, you know, when he's fighting the Balrog on the bridge and was like, you shall not pass. The Balrog is also, they're called Maya. He's also one of the Maya, same as Gandalf, but mm-hmm. he got corrupted by the evil of. Uh, Morgoth and his ring so now he looks like that so that fight on the bridge the movies don't and the books don't even like really address it but that fight is literally two angels going toe to toe they made him look like an like I don't know if it was like orc like but they made him look like kind of like like a zombie orc dude he's got the big horns and the fucking wings and the whip but yeah Gandalf can only use like a portion of his power on Middle Earth like it's just like you know, like in books when like God sends like a champion, there's restrictions. Can, yeah, like it's like that type of thing. Yeah. So he can't use his full power to manipulate like the outcome of the war for like mankind, you know? Mm-hmm. He can kind of just be like there to like guide them. It's like kind of like the uh uh eternals. Yeah, exactly. But when but if an Eternal fought an Eternal, then they take the gloves off. Yeah. So that's Gandalf's staff breaks because he starts pumping like too much of his power through it. Where it's like, it's like this thing gets like full Gandalf power. Where he's like, gloves are off. I'm fucking fighting you. So like, that's the strongest like showdown mm-hmm. that is like actually shown in the any of the books. All the there's like the scale increases crazily but just like as far as one-on-one goes it's like that's probably the best fucking and you don't even (laughs) that's how deep lord of the rings goes where it's like you don't even realize like what that is unless you have some fucking nerd sitting next to you like did you know because that's the thing i got dude i got so like i'm i'm reeling i'm not watching the hobbits though 
No, don't even waste your time. Dude, you know uh when at the end when Aragorn's fighting the like boss Urukai, mm-hmm. he throws the knife at him. They forgot to switch out the uh the blunt like uh stunt knife with the sharpened knife. Mm-hmm. So like Arag or Hugo no not Hugo even fuck what's his name Vigo Mortensen he was just so good he's like how Hayden Christensen was like he just was like actually really talented with all the sword play so he in real life fucking hits a sharp knife away from him and then steps back into the fight and then that's the scene they kept for the movie I was like dude you you literally are Aragorn bro (laughs) I'm like you're Strider like you fucking yeah Overall, movie was good. Everything was was enjoyable. I recommend to watch the movie. Uh, wherever you want to watch it, I don't judge. Uh, not everybody, you know, makes big bucks like like the CEOs out there. So, other than that, for our next episode, just to give a little sneak peek into what we're gonna be doing next, just a little. Um, just going to be doing a regular thing, really, you know, figure out what movie to talk about. We do have a list of movies we can watch that recently have come out. doesn't have to be theater. It could also be streaming. So if we want to get into uh, any topics, uh, we'll probably be reviewing the movie pretty soon. But other than that... Yeah, we should find... Uh, I'm going to look at the best... Best picture noms. You said the what? Try and watch one of the best pictures. All the best pictures. So just a little heads up to the audience. I've been th- I've been thinking and like tweaking a little bit and figuring out what is the best thing to do for the side channel. Now, Troy, let me know if this is any uh if this is an idea. But I was thinking of doing a little challenge. Uh, get Two categories, one movie, I mean, like movie category, TV category. And for each day in a year, 365, one movie to watch and review, A to Z. So it would be 14 A movies, 14 B movies. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to do that. Oh, no, this is for me. Oh. Yeah. If you can watch a shit a day. Oh, no, I wouldn't be doing it in a day. That is crazy. No, but like one thing a day, if you can keep up with that, more power to you. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to watch one movie a day, but I think I would be able to, you know, keep it as, you know, all right, day one. And if day two needs to be a different time, let it be a different time. I don't want to create an issue where I am killing myself over creating content. But I will work hard on making sure that it's some good-ass content. So it would be that. And then it will also be the same thing for the TV. It wouldn't be like, it would be 100 episodes, but it would be 100 episode pilots. So it would be like watching 100 shows one time. Yeah. And so I want to do that. That would be, I think the show one would be a lot easier you think yeah maybe i should do that one and then in the future if i have time if there's more time on my hands i will implement the movie stuff yeah i could maybe do some of the movies too but the yeah the pilot one seems more like doable Mm -hmm. 
And let's see if I can like, you know, go through different categories and stuff like that. I don't want to stick to just one category. I want to kind of expand my knowledge of movies, you know, see where I can go in just one year of either movies or TV. Yeah, dude, I bet you'd be surprised like the type of shit you end up watching that bit in a good way. Yeah. Like see, watching shit you wouldn't have otherwise watched. Mm-hmm. And that is my plan for now. Uh, hopefully that uh, plan comes to fruition and it becomes a really nice, fun thing to do. Other than that, Troy, now at least at some point, you're going to have to do an outro, man. No. Nah. No. You're not even going to say, yo, thanks, man, peace. Like these youngins usually say, I'm pretty sure, right? And, you know, that's like a... Oh, I don't have spells. I don't have spells. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. I guess I'll be the one to lead everyone now after our ramblings. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to tune in next week for our next episode. And yes, I did say next week because this is a weekly podcast. You would not be missing a day unless you miss a day yourself. Anyway, uh, links down below for any um, other episodes you want to listen to. Uh, we do have you know, episodes that were trying, we were trying to create something, but it didn't pan out. So now we are repositioning everything. Uh, that is Pivot. called the Anime Couch. So if you want to listen to our old podcast, go ahead and do that. But this is a new one. We were stuck on the Anime Couch. We were doing too much, but now we have a name to where we can still watch anime, but we're focused on other forms of entertainment too. So make sure you look at the description below. You will find all the information you need. Comment below if you want to talk about anything. Either way, Troy, tell us. What is up? Peace.